first banter with me, myself, Mr. Peanut, my the good polar friend, bear. the polar bear, PB, and we're checking in with the demons, the demon. <laughs> the good doctor, <laughs> round two. The good round doctor, that's his, that's his call sign. The good doctor. The good doctor. Is, yeah. The he doctor went, is in. He went right back to it. Making a house call. That's right. I like that. He's got... His little knapsack ready. And yeah, he brought a purse to the inter- to the uh, podcast. And a cherry white claw. If you're wondering what type of guy he is, that he's was pretty white strong. Claws. I was no, it's raspberry. It's raspberry. Oh, excuse me, but yeah. I do have uh, ruby red and some sort of black cherry. Stop. <laughs> ruby red. So what's up, Doc? You got the uh, invite back? I know. I know. I heard it was wildly popular. It was the last time I was one of on. our most popular episodes. Right, ratings yeah. off the uh, chart. So uh, I figured you'd invite me back earlier, but I've been busy. You know, <laughs> that's what happens with talent. Talent right. gets busy. You right. can't just get them in. You're called around. We're you know, booking. You got to deny some people. You got to take some things on. Yeah. We're booking months in advance here. Also, what's with the Falcons shirt? What's going that on here? That was my buddy from uh, Drake, oh, okay, actually. That's, that's yeah. fine. See that immediate retraction? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh. Hey, Sorry. as long as you have a... Re- Sorry. As long as you have a rebuttal to my question, that's yeah, fine. But That's the only way I would wear Rick never puts shirt. anything on just, like, happenstance. Right. See, that's, There's always a motive. So technically what you're wearing. saying is, is a lot of his a, shirts are free. Walked into a bear <laughs> yeah. trap right there. Walked into a bear trap. And uh, away we go. And we got a <laughs> heavily packed We got a podcast today. to do? What are you talking about? Whew. Heavily packed. Oh, yeah. Starting with... Something near and dear to the Bears fan base here, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, is back. He's returning. So, you know, we can, we're going to go deep in this one because there's a lot to unpack, but let's there's start with the PB, you know. What, um, you surprised by that? Uh, you know, I was because I think a couple episodes before, I think I said all he wants to do is just hang out with his <laughs> new fiance and, you know, play golf hang in Hawaii. Ten. Yeah, grow his hair out, play golf in Hawaii. Um, but, you know, following his, and of course we'll probably get into it, but following his interview, following what his like, first day back, mm-hmm. um, I did like that he kind of broke down, like, hey, these are how the conversations right. were going. And, you know, I'm not, I'm surprised that he's back, yes, because, again, I thought he was just chilling, but kind of hearing it from his point of view it's it sounded like you know the ball was in his court that whole time and they were trying to work with that um you know i just a quick glimpse into it i think i think his interview really showed how much power he he has as a player Mm -hmm. but also how much and i think you and i were talking about it a little bit off air um is how much power and how much you know he wants to change Green Bay, you know, I don't know if you guys felt this way, but it felt like a Brett Favre move. Hmm. Like, you know, I'm going to tell you how it is Somewhat. in the interview. This is how I saw it. This is what was going on. This is what I want the Packers to be, which is, to me, totally something that Brett Favre would do in an interview, you know? Yeah. So, going before we break down the press conference. Yeah, sorry, a, I kind of jumped real fan, early there. Just uh, how am I supposed to? I'm not a Bears yeah, fan. No, hey, no. Yeah, I think you did great. <laughs> But no, for, on the Bears side of things, first of all, it's my fault. It's my fault <laughs> that I assumed he wasn't going to play. And, hey, you know, maybe we got a chance to beat the Packers. Oh, maybe the Packers get last in the division this year. That occurred in my brain, and that's a problem. Yeah. Because once you decide that that's the route the, the Packers are going to take, that's... You should you never... Just, you honestly... 
I said it in the blog ago, this is exactly like when the Bears are up four and Rodgers has the ball, just goes right down our face and scores. And that's exactly what happened in this situation. Rodgers comes back. They're immediately the favorite again. And in a way, I appreciate him because now I can lessen my expectations back to the appropriate level. And, you know, we'll go 6 and Humble 10 yourself, or 6 you and 11 or whatever, and that's where it should be. Well, like, number and, one, you, you should never think. God, you were if, biting at the oh, seams there. Because well, <laughs> in any Bears situation, if it's 50-50, 90% yeah. of the time it goes against the Bears, right? <laughs> so 50-50 really isn't uh, 50-50. It's like 85-15. Yeah. You just make yourself think it's 50-50. So Rodgers was I mean, if he did, unless he just decided that's it, I'm not going to play because I'm pissed off. That's the only thing that would have kept him away from the Packers. Yeah, I just thought he, the Packers organization got in <clears throat> a wormhole, and Rodgers had the power and said they're not treating me right, and it wasn't about the money. So when it not when it became not about the money, I thought, okay, here's our chance. Here's our chance to not have Rodgers play. Um, so it's a huge L for Bears fans. It's a great. It's a W for football fans, though. I mean, he's one of the oh greatest God, he QBs. A incredible year. Yeah. I mean, my lord. And uh, the, and PB is right in that um, he is kind of Favre-like, but you know, Favre also had what seventeen, eighteen, nineteen years with the Packers. Yeah. I mean, in these days, with with the teams running, mm-hmm. where guys go and how much they pay them and. Once they get too expensive, even though somebody else is willing to pay him that amount, the team he's with is not willing to pay him that amount, which makes no sense. Somebody who's been at a team for 17 years, what what I got out of Roger saying was, you know, I've earned the right mm-hmm. to be involved. Yeah, I have. I agree. I've I showed my commitment. I've showed my loyalty. I've given you everything. I mean, he's lucky, right? 17 years to You've be You've entrusted healthy. me with the team. Why can't you entrust me with this? Yeah, I mean, he, you know, he does everything. He's been through head coaches. He's the guy who's mm-hmm. been there that entire time. And he said, let me at least ask me about free agents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I, these I, guys, I, right? I totally agree with that, too. And I, I love that. But it's a rare, like a five-year guy, even if he's a great quarterback, doesn't have that power with mm-hmm. management. No. 17, you actually ought to be in that discussion because you've shown you're loyal to the team and you're not jumping for right. the biggest contract. Right, you're not moving in well, crazy. I mean, let's just put it, you know, let's just put it in the Tom Brady perspective. Like, you know, Tom Brady coming from the Patriots and then going to Tampa Bay. I mean, yes, Tom Brady has this, you know, it just put it into a Aaron Rodgers realm, right? If you're if we're bringing Aaron Rodgers in, you know, the first thing I'm saying is how do we build your team, right? Mm-hmm. What do we need well, to do? Well, that's what the best did with Brady. Exactly. And I don't that's kind of like what I'm getting at is how do you not get that with Aaron Rodgers? And, you know, it it took him to, you know, push, 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 push to say, I'm not coming back, I'm not coming right. back, for them to finally understand, like, hey, maybe we're idiots and maybe we need to change this shit. Yeah, like, it think, took that yeah. much. And, I mean, I'm I'm just using the Brady experience because the Bucks. I'm I mean, who cares? Come on in. What do you need? Yeah, exactly. Well, I think to that point, that's where, you know, being on the same team and being in the same organization for so long kind of plays a detriment to that organization, right? Because they get used to you. They feel like they have already made moves you might have not necessarily liked anyway. Yeah. So they're like, okay, it's status quo. He's upset, but he'll come back as long as we do X, Y, and Z. But, well, and normally the control and the trigger is dollars. 
Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, of like, course. Yeah, hey, right. you yeah, know, you don't come that. back, you're not going to get your 17, yeah, 18 million. And Rogers but, has already made more than he can possibly spend, right. and his new fiance, and his new fiance's parents, and whatever <laughs> else they want to do with it. He can't spend that much money. So, so the money isn't. Matter, yeah. So that's a unique dude where, like, you can't just say, hey, shut up, here's 25 million. He no. said, they tried to buy right. me, right? Yeah. They wanted to just shut me up with money, and I said, that's not the point, man. I, I want right. us to win a championship. I'm not a, like a big Rogers guy, but I listened to the interview. And I did change my mind a little bit about the the fact that he's really honestly a team guy. Yeah. And he he really cared for the guys that they let go, kind of unceremoniously. Yeah. Guys that, like, I didn't even, have never heard of, he kind of rattled off the guys he thought were important. And we all during, know we got guys on teams that aren't the stars, yeah. Yeah. but are important to the team. And he rattled those guys off like this guy was important. They just like let him go, right. and he didn't yeah. like it. And, and I mean, I I, pre- that, I appreciate that. Yeah, and they brought back uh, Randall Cobb just based on that discussion they probably had. That was one of the guys that's still playing. But yeah, to your to your point, I mean, there's a lot of guys he felt like didn't get the exit they were, uh, which is so entitled to, so but, which freaking is far, true to me. Which yeah. is a is a far move. Like, hey, what the fuck? Like, where am I? Why would you get rid of this guy? You know. He's building the culture. He's about our culture. Is he a top-tier guy? Is he a good guy? I mean, at the end of the day, football teams constantly talk. I mean, from when we were little all the way up until college and the NFL, we constantly hear about we're building this culture with building this Mm -hmm. culture. But I think once you get to that NFL level, it's hard to build that culture because, like you said, Doc, it comes down to dollars and cents. Right. Well, and, the organization and, is always going to try to make the best move for them going forward, whether you're a part of that or not. Yeah. So there's that difference of the organization wanting to do what is going to set them up like five years from now and then what players you already have right now. Yeah. Um, but as time goes on, I mean, players are having more power. Like, you know, Rodgers is a special guy. He's been with the same team and has that MVP caliber. But you might be seeing... The players that are on teams like that that have that uh, athleticism that Mm -hmm. are a key part of the team are going to have more say, I think. I would love to see, like, you know, I'm much older, and so in the the, (laughs) 70s and the 60s, like, uh, Buckus and Ditka, I mean, they were going to be a bear. It really didn't matter, or, yeah. you know, what they were, they were paid fairly. George Hallis was a, you know, asshole owner. He only paid him <laughs> what he had to, but they weren't going to leave, right? Right. So they, own, and it's so completely different. Like, why would uh, the San Diego Chargers in the day get rid of LT and send him to the Jets for like a right. year That's or a two? Point. Yeah. Right? Because it was a business move. Far saying, don't do that. Pay the, pay the guy. Or yeah. Uh, yeah, Rogers pay the guy, which yeah. I would love to see more of in sports at a professional level. Because as fans, you get attached to those guys, and they've done so much for your organization to begin with. Like LT, that was like my idol growing up. And then you take like the final three years of his career. Yeah, we all know he's not as good, yeah, but you still you you keep him around though for sure. Like he still had something to give, and he, now you know you put him on the Jets for two years, and that didn't work out. Yeah. I, I'm I kind of hope what's going on with the you know I'm gonna stick with the NFL. I hope what's going on with the NFL of you know just we're using Aaron Rodgers as an example of him trying to push this look as as organizations you guys need to change your mindset and keep these guys around 
to assist with winning. And yeah. I think what I think I'm hoping that starts kind of building this kind of culture. And look, yes, it it does come down to dollars and cents in the NFL, as it does in any sport. But again, there's so many guys on this team. Let's keep as many as we can. And then think about it, right? I mean, we talk about it a lot. When you start playing with someone and you get comfortable with what they're doing, it's like, okay, I already know what he's doing. I'm good to go. Right. And then it's not like, oh, shit. I, I mean, I have no idea what this guy is right going to do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And as, right. if you can keep those guys around, I mean, I'll just use Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, they, they've worked so hard to keep their offensive line together for so long. Those guys play so well together. Tampa Bay just did the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. They paid everyone, I think, almost all of their starters just to keep them around. So, like, you you know, just kind of agreeing with you in that sense of, I hope there's this pivot in the NFL of saying, hey, you know, let's let's figure out how we can keep as many of these guys, you know, those top-tier guys. Again, there's going to be guys that move around a lot in the NFL. But let's keep, just... If a guy wants to be loyal to a team... Then the team should figure out a way to be loyal to the exactly, guy. yeah. yeah. That's, and and again, that that's hard. Happens. That's hard to do. Right? He's willing to take less money, which is I think that's a certain percentage of an NFL player. Any athlete's right. going to say, "Hey, I'll take a I'll take a cut," especially if you're starting off. Like, shit, I want to stay, but I can't take. A cut. But if I mean, you're right, at right, least right. having that conversation, oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're you know building that. Be rapport. transparent. Yeah. Right? Be transparent. I think that would eliminate this whole like oh, I'm not going to play situation if they just go, "Hey." Like, they have that conversation, right? If who do you want around you? Would you be okay taking less? Like, it, I think it's more of a relationship in that way rather than we're the Packers over here and you're the quarterback for us. You stay there, well, we'll stay here. And, fan, and fans, I'm sorry, but no. fans go to their first game, you know, even like if it's preseason, to figure out who who's on my team. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's not the guys that it, we had last year. It's usually about 50% and 50% of new guys. So you go and you go, oh, yeah, well, I didn't, well my God, he's on the team. Where's he going to play? Wonder how good he is. How's, you're not, what, yeah. how's he going to fit? Is the quarterback going to be able to find him? Where the, the the longstanding, you buy a jersey for somebody. Yeah. You'd like him to be there for I got a jersey in the preseason, but now I don't even know where he's at. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, but I think what muddies the water is there's so many influences <laughs> outside of a player, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you have your player, and then you have your agents, and then you have the you know the agent's organization, and then you have the team, right? Like, there's so many influences, especially for how young these guys are. They come in, they're like, I'm just trying to get on a team. We'll figure it out as it goes. Like, they're being told right. everything, right? And they'll take whatever they can get. And I'm talking more like a rookie level. Yeah. But as that prolongs, your agent kind of is now like, no, you're there to protect me legally, but at the end of the day, now I'm starting to make my own decisions as an athlete. Right. And that, I think, kind of muddies the water, if you will. I think there's also the PR side of it, too, where, like, let's say, like, the Rodgers situation, and they could kind of frame, the team can kind of frame it how they want to mm-hmm. as, yeah. as what the story is because we're not in those conversations. So no. when you get that press conference with Rodgers kind of laying it out how it is, it makes sense, right? Because he's telling you exactly what was going on. If that uh, press conference doesn't happen... You know, normally players aren't that forthcoming about what the right. situation is. Yeah, or if he's so, because they're afraid of getting fired. That's so, exactly right. how so, I was thinking the, about it. Yeah, but he's not afraid of getting fired. Right. No. The team usually has the narrative of like, oh no, he's just not a team guy. We offered him X, Y, and Z. Whether that's true or not, they can put that out there, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's you know, Rogers. Oh, and by the way, this is what you can say at the interview. You know, like, yeah. hey, this is yeah. what. Or if you don't, like, then we'll Here's find the out, and no one will find out about it. Yeah. So exactly, and it's Rogers, not unlike the Packers yeah. to their. 
Um, Let's put it this way: if that were if that were the case, what we just said, right? Like we're gonna find you if you say something. Mm-hmm. And Aaron did that. I think Aaron still goes on. Oh and yeah, says what but he that's said. why it's important that he came out and said that. Because I agree. He's like, this is what's going on to the world outside yeah. of the organization. But I think the, the Packers gave yeah. them leeway because the, once he did that, the organization goes, well, shit. Like he's gonna put all our shit out there anyway, so we might as well. Might as well look at Yeah. And by the way, he's the best player on our team. So yeah. And we've been in the playoffs like 15 years yeah, in a row. Like maybe I mean, yeah. we should just do what he wants because it's not going on how we thought it would go. Yeah, I agree. But talking off air, talking classic, off air, classic yeah. sports manager move. A, I knew it was a bad move. <laughs> <laughs> but you said, okay, this is what you said: having Aaron Rodgers be a consultant after oh, he's yeah, done playing go. to get the roster to where it needs to be because players know players more than organizations know players. Which is directly, I've heard this about the Bears a lot, that the organization does none of that. And uh, a lot of the previous players, when the Bears signed people, I'm thinking Matt Forte came out last year, who was a Bears running back for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Great running back. Good, yeah. yeah. He said, like, you know, they signed some guys in needs. He tweeting like, "Oh, I could have told you that wouldn't have worked out." Like, but they don't come to us for anything. Um, and I think it's kind of—I don't know if it's disrespect, but you're not taking into account like the guys who are on the field and know what it takes to be a winning team. And an yeah. organization like the Bears that yeah, we've had one that that NFC way. Championship L in 20 years, like why? We have such a separation of organization and team that I think that's the problem. And that happens and, in, yeah, it's in most every business. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it happens in every business. business I yeah. was that principal for 40 years, <laughs> right? And when somebody was going to talk to me when I retired, I was going to say, look, we don't need, like, this huge office space. We Like, nobody comes in. Yeah. We, everything's, and, of course, we need then COVID. We desk and a, you know, Well, then COVID table. came, and then they kind of, like, figured out, like, you, you don't have to be in. But I was going to say, like... Just downsides all. Just think of all the rent money you save, right? Well, number one, they never came to me and asked me one fucking question about anything that I'd done in the last forty years. Number two, they don't care about what I think, right? Because no. they are way smarter than me. Mm-hmm. And three, I know, I know what goes on here because I manage all these people for all these, and I can tell this person's going to really be good. This person's not, but mm-hmm. we don't need this to do that. And do what you want with it, but they don't want to hear it. Yeah. Because they want to come up with their well, own. And, then, and sports is no fucking different. So that's, you know, a, a insurance corporation. Imagine a pro sports organization with the egos at yeah. all time well, high. And that's, yeah. You can't tell me what to do because I've worked my entire life to get to this point. So don't tell me who to right. pick up or whatever. Yeah. Right, there's like, yeah, I, I know more than you do, even though you're with that group every day of your life. Yeah. And I'm up here in the in the building somewhere. Yeah, and attributing and in my that, case, they're in Des Moines, Iowa. Right? right, and attributing that to like Rogers with the players that he's playing with, Matt Forte with the players he's playing with. They know who the next guy up is. They know the people they're playing against who might be a good fit for their team too. Well, you got to take that into account if you're the organization. Yeah, I mean, look at again. I'm kind of equating it to Tom Brady, but I mean, you that that's a perfect example of a guy in the locker room, kind of looking around, like, look, he brought. Antonio Brown in like mm-hmm. knowing like right. yeah Antonio Brown has got a lot of shit going on going on around him but let me put him in my basement <laughs> have Giselle yeah, yeah. bring him lunch and we'll be good to go okay and and, and look at but and it's the same and service him maybe you know yeah <laughs> 
But exactly, but you have now, then you say, hey, let's bring in Gronk, right? I mean, this, the fact of the matter is, is you have to trust your players. And when you have that seniority as an as a exceptional athlete, mm-hmm. and, and, and let's just delete that, right? Like, let's say you're good just, you've been around your team for a long time, you're a committed player, you've been consistent. To me, as an organization, I'm saying, this guy lo- loves us, he knows what's going on, and why not keep him around? Nice home run. Lead off homer, Tommy Pham? Side you know, note. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just really, again, we're trying to change the NFL in a conversation. It, will it happen? No, you're right. Like, yeah. Who knows? It, it should, the players should have more, ex-players and current players with that type of seniority well, should have more set. But again, that's what, but that's what I was saying earlier. Like, it gets muddy because, like what you said, Doc, there's so many people involved. Right. Yeah, it's like, and that's why it doesn't happen. Like, bullshit. Jerry Jones does not want any right. son of a bitch right. telling him <laughs> what he should know. No, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Right? The egos. He's not got, Robert Kraft knows everything other than not to hang out with, you know, Vietnamese women in a massage parlor. He doesn't <laughs> understand that. Just keep him away from that. Well, no, he knows a lot of that. <laughs> yes, but he should stay away from that. But no one's going to tell him that, yeah. right? Yeah, says... Padres are closing in on... And he's usually pretty good. I mean, usually not. Yeah, that's why I so was I all have, in. I have a oh. couple items to that, but continue. <laughs> yes, I know you're going to go with that, too, and I like it. Mm-hmm. But Rosenthal comes out and says, Padres are almost, uh, you know, got this deal locked up. So, immediately, I'm thinking, this is amazing. Like, we're going for the World Series. This is the guy, the prize, jewel of the trade deadline class. Can you believe it? Pellers are going to do it again. And then three hours go by, nothing. Now, you know, all the group chats of Padre talk I'm in are freaking out. Because, you know, if it's mm-hmm. if it's yeah. taken if it that was, long, yeah. there's something off. I so agree. then the next time he tweets, the Dodgers are now getting close to a deal with him and Trey Turner. Complete flip of what we wanted, what we needed. And now it's going to the hated Dodgers, mm-hmm. who... You know, they're getting two well, all-star guys. Yeah, we compete directly with them, like, you know, nine more times a yeah. year. so that deal gets done. Um, I, I, let's just start there. I mean, that was a huge, huge loss for the pods. Yeah, so, you know, just a quick uh, where I was during all of this. I was by the pool, no phone around me, and all <laughs> I heard, all my initial response, my initial look up was, oh, fuck, all right, they're working for Max. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm good with that. And then three hours go by. I'm still in the pool at this point. And then some people start talking about Dodger talk, and I go, oh, great. So, you know. Terrible. Again, I, later in the evening, I get to my phone. I start working on what's going on. And, you know, it. it you know, let's just put it this way. How it happened, it is it fucked. Have, it couldn't have gone worse. No, it it's happened. a classic Padres Literally. move. And here's the thing to that. If Rosenthal never says we're close to a deal, okay. Dodgers did yeah. their thing, and yeah, we, we that's, just I, we I can't make it happen. Agree. My, but to put on the table, like, oh, we're like right there, and yeah. then have them go to the Dodgers. I mean, that's, so then you knew that the Padres were actually like aggressively bidding. Yes, right. That's but, what I'm but saying. That the price was too high, probably. Yeah, and well, you know, we'll to that, that point, I have a friend that knows. A guy that plays with Bryce Harper really well, and Bryce Harper knows Max and things like that. And yeah. what they said was, again, you know, this is a story of a, you know, told from a third You're party, saying, if yeah. you will. So that, I don't know if there's any truth to this, but <clears throat> he 
he said that Max always, he never wanted to come to the Padres, right. and which is, anybody has that. Because that's a good point, though. He had no trade clause, so he basically got to pick his team. Exactly, and he said that I don't want to go to the Padres. So what really fucked us was Rosenthal's Correct. whole conversation, and that guy should be banned from, from Twitter, Twitter yeah. any type of uh, media outlet. Canceled. Yeah, cancel, cancel him. him. Cancel him. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll fill a spot. That's the title of the blogger. Yeah, I He's mean, canceled. I just. He's canceled. What's crazy, too, is, you know, where did he get his information from? Exactly. That's what's and pissing that's me off. My problem is that Twitter was a disaster all trade deadline long. All these uh, baseball sports writers were just putting out everything before it was finalized. And it's just yeah. a fireball of nothing, basically. Yeah, and once Rosenthal, like, dropped his little whoop, you know, everyone just grabbed onto that. Oh, yeah. well, Padres, blah, 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 blah. Because an accurate like, source, but I will say, though, if I see mm-hmm. something from Rosenthal, I'm going to retweet yeah. it and go, I'm fucking excited here. But, and a lo- yeah, a ahead. lot of people think that, well, first of all, Preller said they were never that close, which is... Very interesting because, like, well, what the fuck's Rosenthal talking about then? I uh, believe Preller. I mean, he's, no, he's, I, I he's that's pulled the trigger on some like yeah. freaking deals, right? But I it's mean, it's more like to the fan base of like getting the morale, like to the we're going yeah. for this World yeah. Series this year mentality, and then have it go to the goddamn Dodgers. <laughs> but no, it was it was awful. It sucked. The way it went, like... You it was could a just, punch to the you nuts. You could feel the shift in Padres' <laughs> optimism shift. It was. You could, just ha- you could feel it, like, uh, be like, oh... Very true. The air let out of, like, oh, I thought we were getting this all-star Cy Young guy, with the- and now we have to play against him. So, with that being said, I, you know, again, me being in the pool, not really knowing Damn what's it. going on... <laughs> But I looked at, and of course I'm giving... I was in the mountains, so I didn't know yeah, either. Yeah, um, give a shout out here, but I saw Braden Soprenit's tweet, and he said, everything's quiet now. And once I, you know, because I'm scrolling, I go, oh, okay, now I know what's going on. And then I see that, and I go, oh, fuck, this is all a lie, you know? Oh, like, none of this is true. And, you know, it's just, let's put it this way. That was, a, like I said, a, a punch to the nuts. And Absolute punch to the nuts. And then, to that punch to the nuts... The same night, I think the Padres played, and Tatis injures his shoulder. Yeah. So, I mean, when I was watching the game, you could literally just the air going out of the stadium. Like, yeah. That's yeah. first it was Scherzer, and then I was like, you know what? I like our team. Like we are who we are. Like well, let's figure out if we can do this. Yeah. Tatis goes down to get him for the third time in his shoulder, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are we are we really doing this right now? Yeah. So my, I mean. Are we doomed? What's what's our status as Bob's fans? Well, let me, can I throw in a little something? Of here? course. Okay. I mean, so, if I said no, would you have even accepted? No, that? I would have just yeah, continued exactly. to talk. I think you may have told me to <laughs> shut up and then keep kept going. Well, AJ has some <laughs> privileges, <laughs> but I forget a lot. But <laughs> what what really? So do you like put everything on the line to just win this one year? Now the Cubs in 2016 virtually yes. gave up. A farm system, which you saw, but they had to rely on the the guys that they just got rid of, which I guess we might be talking about. Oh, yeah. But they had to rely on those guys 17, 18, 19, and 20 because they the farm system was depleted coming up with the well, guys the, that they got, including because, a role as Chapman. Because they got Chapman, right? Yes. And Chapman, by the way, at the end of that season, we won the World Series. He went back to the Yankees. Right. Yeah. But 
Yeah. Okay, so we had him for three months. It was truly rent a player. Cubs don't win that World Series without Chapman. Correct. 100%. Uh, I, I, so that's the question, I guess, is like, what do you give away? So the Cubs gave away four or five years of trying to yeah. get back there again for winning it once, and the Dodgers are doing that. They gave up their number yeah. one prospect mm-hmm. and their number two prospect to the Nationals um, for what they got, which Trey Turner actually. Those are certainly better than the number one and number two. Yeah. But if those guys don't re-sign with the Dodgers and they it's go somewhere L. else, or if the Dodgers don't win it, the Dodgers are screwed for some yeah. years after this, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think, I think that's a great point. And the Padres can't. We don't like. Yeah. We don't have that kind yeah. of payroll to be able to just go. All right. Well, you're going to leave. We didn't I, win. Big deal. Yeah. I, I mean, that's going to affect <laughs> us for a freaking decade. I agree. I mean, to. If there is that point of it. I was just laboring the point of we almost got... Oh, expectations were, yeah. like, completely crushed. But on the other side, yes, I would much rather have the Padres be relevant for 10 years yeah. rather than yeah. Yeah, going for that. it for this year. And then, you know, like you said, Scherzer, I guess, didn't even want to come in the first place, so probably doesn't re-sign anyway. And he's a free agent um, at the end of the year, so I, it's like, what, you know... And it's almost like... Anytime the Padres are like going for somebody, the Dodgers kind of jump in. They're like, "Oh, we we'll get him instead," well, which what, is fine because to what Doc's point is, like you're giving up a lot for these guys: Mookie Betts, yeah, Scherzer, Turner. Hey, the Nationals did not Bauer. give those guys away. No, absolutely. I mean, they not. Right. they required a lot. Plus, the Dodgers took on a ton of their pay um, between now and the end of the year. So the Dodgers like they can afford it, but man, they paid out the butt for that stuff. So yeah. they're. They, they almost like they're in a position if they don't win. Yeah, they are World Series or bust for sure. <laughs> yeah, the it's like it's a, it's a yeah, it's a a defeated season if they don't win the whole thing. As long as the Pods get Tatis back this year, we'll have a chance to do something in the playoffs. Even without him, we still might make it. But I think we have I think we'll a make chance it. to do something with Tatis, like make a run. I mean, yeah, I think I think having Tatis in the lineup adds a little bit of a wrinkle to you know in our favor, if you will, but. Having him out, I mean, you know, this sounds kind of bad. I, you know, after that, I know he's on a 10-day, right? Yeah. Give him a little bit more if he needs it. Just let him chill. I mean, you know. We got a, like a 5-6 game cushion. Yeah, four. exactly. Like second give four. Us, four. Four now. Yeah, give us, you know, you know, let us see how we <sighs> progress with what's going on. Don't press him to come back. And you kind of put the ball into his court and you say, hey, look, yeah. this is how it's going to be. If you want to play, we'll play. We'll try and limit you to whatever you think is fine. I mean, let's put it this way. He's going to be limping this season through. Yeah. Uh, determining on With his, his shoulder. shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but... The dude's 21. Remember when you were, like, 21? Like, do you? It, yes, I do. <laughs> Whether you're hurt or not, like, you doesn't, like, you want to go yeah. for it. Yeah. You don't really yeah. have the common sense to go, okay, I got a career. He, he's already made more money than he's ever going to, like, ever make. Yeah. So he's going to come back and he goes, Hey, I want to play. Let's go. I want to win, and yeah. they're gonna have to like really throttle him back. Yeah, I think I, the because puck, the, yeah. you see the guy play. Yeah, he's you can't, so excited. You can't turn it off. That's how he and got he gets hurt. me excited. Yeah, exactly. That's how he got hurt. He's but trying he's, to get an extra base yeah. on the air. I mean, so. but he can't play like, any right. different than that. So he's gonna want to come back. If he gets hurt again, then I think at some point you just shut it down and you you say surgery, yeah. and, and get ready for next year. But I bet he. I'm thinking ten days he's back. That's my prediction. I mean, that's I would my hope prediction. so. I mean, again, I, yeah. I, I'm hoping the 10 games, he's back, he's good to go, or at least at like 70%. But again, 
give him that where it's like, hey, we're, we'll bring you back, but we're playing you two or three innings, and then we're calling it. So that that was the Padres' experience as uh, during the trade deadline. So it went pretty rough, but we still have our farm system intact. You know, Tati's coming back, hopefully. Um, now we'll get into the other side of my fan, fan lineage, I guess. Because the Cubs gave away everybody. It was an exodus. It was an absolute exodus. It was the purge. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, gone to the Yankees. Chris Bryant to the Giants. Now we got to play didn't, his ass. Didn't help him, right? Uh, Javi Baez to the Mets. And then Craig Kimbrell to the White Sox. And then, <laughs> I mean, if we want to mention it, Jake Marisnik goes to the Padres. Yeah. So, and Jock Peterson went to... Jock Peterson went to the Braves. So, I mean, the, I'm interested to hear your point of this. I mean, I understand to a point it was kind of the end of the road for that era of Cub fans, or Cub uh, players. But as fans, I was hoping we would keep, like, Rizzo as a captain or something. Um, Baez I'm okay with because he wanted, you know, $200 million in the offseason. Cubs aren't going to give him that. But, I mean, the team is, we're at square one. You asking me or are you asking PB? You're the Cub fan. Yeah. <laughs> so. I think I give a shit. No, I don't know, but I'm sure you have an opinion. Oh, yeah, no, I do. <laughs> you got an opinion on... Come on. Most like... Come on. I, uh, since I've been here, everything... Yeah. You got an opinion on shit. <laughs> I don't know if your opinion's valuable, but you got an opinion. Well, I learned um, from you, I guess. Yeah, you know. Well, you know. Um, I got to... You know, when we were texting between you, me, and, and your brother early in the year, and the Cub players that they got rid of were not... Delivering for the Cubs, they're batting two twenty. They're batting two thirty. Baez is leading Major League Baseball in strikeouts. He also hits home runs. He also gets RBIs. He is second in Major mm-hmm. League errors at shortstop. The only one higher is Tatis. So you're you're pro Exodus. There's no way we're going to win this year. And they're not going to be any better next year as a group than they were this year. So, um, well, I'll say they, and they were, and they, well, hang on, they were all free agents, and supposedly they're all interested the, in coming back. Yeah. Well, no, and well, supposedly the Cubs worked with them and their agent to get them to agree to a certain number. They weren't close to a certain number. On any yeah. of those guys, mm-hmm. so do you just like roll through the year? You get eighty-eight losses, and then you lose everybody. You go, okay, fellas. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal: like, you, if you want to be loyal to the Cubs, Rizzo, yeah. here's what we got to have from you. If it's a ridiculous offer, we then we're going to be off. He said, you know what? Then no, I'm not doing that, and which is fine. Yeah. And so he's so he's got to go. Baez, same thing, got to go. So they kept Wilson Contreras, who who I like, yep. good hitting catcher. Um, they got a bunch of prospects, which they are all prospects. Um, none of them <laughs> have proven to be yeah. anything. Um, and so they were talking about rebuilding. But the one thing I liked about all of this is that the Cubs um, president and owner Ricketts wrote a letter today. In the Chicago Tribune mm-hmm. to all the fans. Oh, That's okay. important. Okay, and so he, without that, I think because everyone's like, "What the hell is going?" Oh on? my God, people are like crying. Because I mean, that was the best era of Cubs. Well, baseball, technically, as a fan, you kind of look at 
you know, the exodus or the purge, if you will, you look at that as like, all right, well, we've given up. You no, know? Yeah, no, I, that's right. It's yeah. true, but there's also the point of what you're saying of like, these guys are going to be free agents next year. So I get the trading yeah. for the value, but also it's like uh, from 2014 on, you know, the city of Chicago is behind this team. We won one year, but you get attached to those guys. And uh, they were the face they, of the franchise, and that was the best. It was know, kind of the LT I was right. talking about. It was like, why yeah. do you get rid of him at the, at the end? And I want to hear PB's thing on this. But the fact that he wrote the letter to the fans yeah. and said, look, we did not want this to go this way. Yeah. It just it, it went this way, and we are 100% committed to winning. We think this is our best opportunity to win going forward. That was our decision. If we were wrong, then we'll own it. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you gotta, you gotta yeah, like respect. I love that. teams and organizations. Give me, give me something like that. Yeah. yeah, I love teams and organizations that have the opportunity and you know the will all to be to say like, look, we're gonna be transparent. This is what's going on. This is what happened. We couldn't sign them exactly. And also to your point, as yeah. a loyal Cubs fan, I, and if I was in your seat, because I don't have any team like that, if I was in your seat, I would read that and go, cool. Right. We made the no, decision. I, I think that's where we're at. And, and I, I appreciate that. I yeah. think, you know, the whole purge thing. A little transparency. Thing, a little exactly. Transparency. Give me a little bit. As fans, we right. fucking, it's owed to us. Otherwise, I'm like, well, it's really owed to us. no name guys that yeah. we're going to do with now. Yeah. Like, one of them going to be good? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you know, I'm an Orioles and a Padres fans. The Orioles are in, you know, under two pounds of crap, and they're just, <laughs> they'll never dig themselves out right now. And I have to sit and wait for that. But, you know, it's as a team, and you look at that, and you just see like, all right, hey, we've gone. Here's all of our guys. You know, let's just clear house, if you will. You know, hey, it happens, right? And it does happen. But again, I guess the tip of the cap is this is why we did it. This is how it happened. And look, we're gonna tell you guys how it is because they know how loyal their fans are. Yeah. And and again, oh my God, like the most. Lo- most loyal fan. They'll, they'll put forty five thousand people in the stands when With they're going to the when they're going to have ninety. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No, they'll, they'll probably sell out the rest that. of yeah. the year, and they'll have like ninety losses, and right? As a sports fan, I respect that, uh, you know, to the highest degree because those guys are. I always talk about it. They've Cubs fans or you know Phillies fans, Yankees. Those teams have those fans that are just like. Well, shit, if we're not going to win, at least I'm going to go and I'm support my boys, right. you know. Well, but, the last time I was on, we talked about the Padres fans getting to that point. Yes, yeah. and that's what we're right? hoping And that's for. what we're hoping to get to, which, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's it's which cool that we're... Finish strong. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, getting, we're getting to that point where everybody's like, why are we doing? Why didn't we not right. get, right. you know, Scherzer? What, what happened? Right. Why didn't we get him? The care is there for sure. Yeah. But well, and Preller coming out yeah. and saying like we right. we were trying, but you we know, weren't that close. we I weren't that, that close. I, I love like, that. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, at least say what's. Fuck, yeah. give me a mic. Just say like, here, tell me what you <laughs> tell me what happened. Okay, done. Yeah, like, that's all I right. need. Last... Any other questions? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no. No. Okay. <laughs> last thing on the Cubs is in the offseason, though they should one hundred percent be players in signing free agents. I mean, they're one of the. They make a lot of money in that organization. So let's not just settle in this, like, prospect world and we can go out and get, you know, that's how we started to build when we won 2016. We signed 
Lester, Hayward, those guys who are in their prime. Like, we, we need to go back into that and not sit and wait for, like, five years and be the teams that we've seen growing up. Right. Mm-hmm. That just settle for 95 losses. Like, no. Uh, this is a different right. we Cub need, era. Right. So, but you need to do that. Like, don't go back to what we used to do and just wait for guys to be good. And and the letter, you know, both. The letter that the owner wrote said, we're not doing that. Yeah, you know this is not like giving up, well, like, like you said, yeah. right? I'm back in. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, they gave up this year, but it was a sense of circumstances that everybody was it, up for exactly. free agency. And it was yeah. like we can't sign all these guys. Nobody's really willing to, t- and they're having bad years. Yeah. So um, we gotta like make a move, yeah. and this is the move we're gonna make. But this isn't because we want to be bad and just save money. This is because we want to get better next year. So. Yeah. I'm in. Whatever you want with him, we just got to get him out. <laughs> Too bad. All right, what's next? Go. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Can you continue? Um, yeah, this is a topic that our guest Excuse here, me. Doc, wanted to discuss. And I don't know if you've seen it, but the top high school quarterback. Oh, yeah, group, no, I saw this. Quinn I'm... Evers. Are you, 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 you want to talk about on, this? Dude. You're chomping at the bit, Doc. <laughs> Settle. <laughs> so, with the... With the uh, you know, be, college players being able to pay, be paid and stuff, which we talked about a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first, first player, first. first player, I guess, to, so he's going to skip his senior year of high school and enroll at Ohio State. He's graduating high school, so people listening, like, he is graduating, but not going to play that year. Um, so what he said on his tweet was, over the past few weeks following Texas's UIL informing me I would be prohibited from profiting off my own name, image, and likeness of taking time to think about uh, my next move. Um, but then he says it's not a financial decision, though. So, to me, I thought it was contradictory to... Well, first of all, the kid's 17 years old. Right, so, so I mean, he's not making the decision, obviously. No, absolutely he's not, not yeah. making it. His parents are like, you're going to Ohio State. Hey, man, like, you got okay. a mullet that's frosted tipped. We know where you're headed. So... Yeah, I don't know. What uh, what are our thoughts? Well, on let's this? have the man that brought it up. Let's have his <laughs> insight. So it's insane. It, it truly is. Here. So that, I mean, I, I already. Did, com- it's insane to me that you have seventeen-year-old kids making decisions about making money. Now, I'm assuming that he's got parental involvement in this, and that this is going to be a good decision. Cool. But yeah. but you're a, you're a junior in high school mm-hmm. going to college. And you're going to be participating against men who are five years older than you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, as we all know, between like 17 and 22, the maturity and the muscular uh, development of players, and then it's another level between 22 and 20, let's say, seven, right? I mean, you just like grow. So, he's throwing himself into this mix. Now, he's a quarterback, so he's not involved in the in the everyday um but also look and, where he's going, pulling. right? Ohio but he's going to Ohio State. Um, so that's one thing is that he's kind of setting himself up. Number two, like th- this is totally financially motivated. There's like no, yeah. there's no other reason to not want to play your high school senior season, which for probably all of us was the best year of our lives I playing football. Now, right? I, yeah. I I agree with that. I I guess, <clears throat> excuse me. I guess the. You know, my thought with this whole thing was, if he never tweeted that, I don't think there would have been so much concern. I think it would have been, uh, what's his name again? Trevor or Trent? Quinn. Quinn? Oh, wow, I'm way <laughs> off. 
Um, give me another White Claw. Um, <laughs> no, he, you know, I think the whole, th- you know, we, you know, let's put it into this perspective. If that was never tweeted, he would have been a top prospect that is enrolling early into Ohio State. Right. Which That's is, it. Right. Right. Okay. We wouldn't have batted an eye. We wouldn't have cared. But now he has this whole except, ulterior except motive. PB. Like, I don't know, I've never heard of anybody foregoing their senior season in high school. I have. To, no, I've, I've heard them playing football and then getting out in that spring semester to go play spring ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've never heard them not playing their senior season in high school. But the spring thing, yes. This, this, is, a little, this is different. This is way different. Okay. And he's doing it because, and, and if he gets hurt in high school and he never gets to that next level, he's lost millions of dollars. Sure. I, I, I get that. So he's going to go there, and now that he's on the roster, if they take a picture of his face, put it on a pair of socks, he's going to make a ton of money, right? I don't know like what it does to high school football. I mean, this thing is continually ratcheting down. It's, you know, now affecting... Yeah, well, I think it, it determines it. on the school, right? School I mean, how much the school... And the individual. I mean, this guy's yeah. the number one recruit in the nation. So that's one part of it. Well, yeah. And he's the... Uh, He's a quarterback, like we said too. So he's not, it's not like a linebacker going in like has to, like maybe breaks his neck, you know, play one or something. Yeah. Right. Um, nice. I don't know where I stand on this actually. It's really interesting. To be honest, it's but we're, what just happened? So we're, I'm not we're even, in that era of time though where this is brand new. So the instant reaction is always going to be like that's wrong. You know what I mean? I actually um, don't feel that way. I don't, yeah, me, I don't I feel don't, it's wrong. Yeah, I don't I'm honestly. Saying, but me personally, like, yeah, I would want to play my senior year of Yeah, football, I think but, he's missing, like, ex- life experiences. But you can't repeat. I don't know his reasoning for wanting. Is it purely money? Is it to get a head start on Ohio State or compete for the job since Justin Fields gone? Like, I don't know. I don't know what his first ability is or what his parents are telling him. But. Yeah, because my, my, my first thought of, you know, reading all of this and looking into it was... How the fuck does this kid know that he's going to make this much money at right. college? All right. my likeness and shit? Dude, you have you have a mullet. I don't even know who he was until somebody, maybe now. Somebody, agent and or right. sponsor and or case, though, came not... to him and said, Hey, two million, you go to yeah. Ohio State. And we're going to be the first guy to put you on the Wheaties box, as an example. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But no, if, if that's again, the, we don't know those conversations. If that's the case, though, like that's his parents, 100%. Because... Like, if you're 17, 18, like, you don't know how any of that shit I mean, if he's got a, you know, 3 million TikTok followers and he knows his shit's going to move, that's that's completely different. But again, I do agree with you that I I, I think he's missing a lot of that, you know, that senior year that we constantly talk about, right? I mean, senior year. That's a huge part of your life, even now today, right? Yeah, it is. And But again, like you said, it's early on, it's new to us, and to me, like... And I love that you brought this up. Is I didn't even know who the hell this kid was before this. To me, I do not give a shit what's going on. And it could be a marketing move out of him, too. We're yeah. talking about it. He's tweeting about it. There's now going to be this discussion like, oh, is this wrong? Is this not wrong? Let's and get this kid on. Let's sign him. Um, the likelihood, hold on, the likelihood that he makes it to the NFL is like, you know, very low. That's where I was so kind of leading that conversation maybe, to as well. It's a master plan to, you know, make a name for yourself. Uh, but but I would say, like, if you were on that high school team, though, you are so bummed 
for sure, because this dude is going to win you a state championship, 100%. Like, yeah, you probably throw like five touchdowns a game. Huge in Texas. So, I mean, if you're a kid, that team, it sucks. But He may also, be ostracized from where he's from now. But it's also, For how much they love football in Texas, they may say, this kid owed us a state championship. He just blew us off. Right. Yeah. And but ultimately, yeah. it's, it's really going to affect this kid. And that's about it. So we'll honestly, we don't know the answer. Well, to that's not true it's because go. it's going to affect that team. I mean, nobody. Well, but look at the trickle effect, decision. right? Look yeah, at the trickle it's... effect because now kids are seeing whatever the fuck this kid's name is. We're seeing Quinn. Quinn, excuse me, Quinn, the mullet boy. We're kids are going to see like, well, Quinn went and look what he yes. got. Yes. And again, that's a college too, right? It, I mean, that was my big worry with college in the beginning, with you know being able to play players and things like that. People are going to see, well, you know, if I go to Ohio State, I'm getting more clout. If I go to, you know, Northwestern, what's my, what's my, what's, what's it's going to happen, right? right? But I think that's the point. It's like, how much money are you going to make anyway? It's all based on how profitable you are anyway. Like, not everybody's a Johnny Manziel. You might just be good at football, but you don't have and that. And also, yeah, like you said earlier, we interest. didn't know who this kid was right. before this, this before we, before, before Doc brought it up. We had no idea who this Quinn Mullet so boy was. So if he goes in and he's, like you said, he's playing with men, he's too young and he stinks, like, there goes your value. Yeah. I mean, who cares anymore? And now you're so, out, so the, like Doc said, now you're out your senior year. So so here's two points I want to make about yeah. this, and they're either right or, or they'll never happen, but the way he was bringing it up, was that well? High school, don't they don't pay me to play? Yeah, and I don't think he made that tweet even. I think someone crafted that for him. Okay, because then it made it sound like well, if high school paid me to play and I was allowed to get my agent in high school, then I'd stay. No, that would okay. never happen. I, I'm hoping that you know at some point. I hope that never ever happens. I don't think so. That's kind of like. He said, well, I got to ha- I gotta go because they won't allow that and, to, to happen. Well, I just thought of this, but I don't know his family situation either. Like, maybe... No, we to, don't. Yeah. Yeah, we Maybe don't. it's an opportunity to better his family or whatever. And if that's the case, then I'm, I'm all in for it. Because, I so, mean, but you have dudes who play baseball that, you know, they go off when they're 16, 17. Well, Bryce Harper, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, he's a perfect yeah. example so, of... He's a perfect, different sports have different. Bryce Harper's norms. a perfect example of someone that kind of played the game to ensure that he was going to make millions. I mean, he right. went to junior college, left high school early. He he played the game right, and you know what? It worked out. In for the Bryce baseball Harper. culture, like that makes sense. Like nobody talks about it since this football thing is new, and you everyone goes through four. Well, when Bryce Harper was doing that, it was kind of a little taboo because. But I mean, he was damn good. Okay. But, that, but that's the thing, though. That's why I was trying yeah. to. That's why I was trying to, yeah. you know, equate it to was Bryce Harper is good. Right. Like I still don't right. know who this. I'm not saying that he's not good. What well, I'm really saying, good, but we we don't. I, we, didn't we don't know, know how he's going to progress. Before no. the story came out, like I didn't know who he was. No. So let's let's go to the second point that I wanted to make. <laughs> Finally. Let's get there. You're a long-winded SOB. Well, so the SEC, right? He's two white claws down. It's so, like... so the SEC is bringing in Oklahoma and uh, Texas. 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 So let's say, which I'm not sure that there's any rules against it. Let's say the SEC says that anybody who signs with one of our schools, you as a player not only get the scholarship to your school, yes, but you're also going to be paid... $15,000 a year to play. And when you sign with a school, you agree if you get money from Nike, whoever, wherever it comes from, 
$15,000 of that goes into the pool to pay all the players that are on the team. Because the center, the right tackle, he's not going to make fifteen grand off no. of his likeness and image. No. Quarterback's going to make $4 million. Yeah. But so how do you how do that, you just so how do you get so the SEC might put have you this listened whole thing to our together? podcast because we've already talked about that <laughs> well but that might be but it might be it might be like you're now going to be have this huge super conference well but that's but that's what Rick and I were talking about yeah and, and, and now we're kind of getting into a little into the paying aspect of the call of college yeah. but what you know um, Mr. Peanut and I were talking about prior is making it a flat rate of what you're being paid, right? Right. Where you have your endorsements, that's different. When you like if you get your endorsement, that's, you know, that's set up with you and yourself. But make there some they make there be a a, make Nike pay 15 a grand flat hours, rate. Like, like hey, here's $15 right. an hour. This well, is what you're real, getting paid. That's the real issue is they that the NCAA and other outside sources have made so much money off of college football players for so long like now they're starting to be like okay how should we do this right. how, how can we still keep as much as yeah, 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 yeah exactly Scrooge I want as much as I possibly but I think though I think you know and what we've talked about before is I think making that just base pay almost covers all of that right yeah. because now it be a job Exactly. Now they're employees, but so yeah. but but the SEC might be able to pay you fifty grand. Big well, Ten might be able to pay you. But what we're saying, but that's, but that's what it's we're trying cap. to say is there's a cap no matter what your what in. conference or where exactly. you're in. The NCAA governs that. Yes. Yes. Exactly. We're oh, not, the NCAA is nowhere near that so, smart. The NCAA is so well. That's dumb. why we're here. <laughs> the NCAA is so Let's dumb. go run the NCAA. Well, they're gonna first of all, NCAA is going. How do we make the most first? Then we'll figure out the rest of these. Right. Yeah, it's it's how do they the keep their pockets full, and then how do we just kind of divvy it yeah. up, quote unquote? NCAA is still getting teams. it wrong. They're not giving Reggie Bush's Heisman back. They still haven't figured that out. They'll have to do that. So um, while I was vacationing, a guy was telling me, "Let's not go down that." Oh, we're going down that. <laughs> a guy was telling me that he thought, and he's from the south, that the SEC was going to completely remove themselves from the NCAA. They might. And they have their own uh, policing system, and that the NCAA is up. And they're going to get all the teams. They got Oklahoma and Texas, right? They're going to get all the big teams. So this playoff thing is all SEC now. Notre Dame is a big one that they don't have, right? But um, that the NCAA is going to be in the outside looking in because the SEC is going to run the whole thing. I think, you know, with what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> very speculative, but it's certainly not out of the question. Well, uh, you know, if we just excuse me, break all this down, and what we're talking about is we've come up with the NCAA is fucked, and what they're doing, and what they need to understand is their fans notice it, their teams notice it, but they're still blind to it. And how do you, how well, do you now fix that? Right, and that's where. Yeah, it's gonna take years. It, yeah, exactly. They're, it's like you know, I hate to bring this up, but it's like COVID. No one was ready for that shit. No business was ready for it. Now you have the NCAA where it's impacted, where it's like, all right, well now kids can make money themselves. And they're not that smart. No, and and it's like, but <laughs> but again, how well, do you how do you ben, how do you make it to where everybody benefits? And again, right. Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC, I could care less. I think it's great for football because now yeah. I get to see more 
badass games. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's all these other teams that are arguing, well, now we're in this lesser shit. It's so like, the Pac-12. Yeah, you are in a lesser shit. Yeah. You are. There's Pac-12 no... and Big 12 are talking about merging. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean... But you know what? It's it's that. creating a transition within the NCAA that we as fans and also as yeah. players have wanted and needed for a long time. We've complained. We've had the yes. we've had the personal conversations of well, what if Oklahoma went to the SEC? How would they play? Right. It, 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 exactly. It gives you that opportunity to really, as fans, like, hey, shit's finally happening. That's changing. To the right. sports that we really love. So where was the first lawsuit that was filed against the NCAA for player pay? What school did that come from? I don't know. No. Don't know. UCLA. What year? <laughs> uh, was but like a two years before Northwestern because it got thrown out. Oh, and okay. then the Northwestern one mm, came in. Yeah, Northwestern one came in. And in, in Chicago, they got... More play. Because that's where the Big Ten headquarters is. Anyway, just a little trivia. Yeah, that was purely trivia. But... <laughs> Way to just break my brain. <laughs> well, there wasn't much there to break, kid. Which was a tough one for us. SD tough fans. One. It was... <laughs> and the Cub fans. And the Cub fans who had to say goodbye to anyone with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> and the controversial topic of a top recruit... Quinn, not Trent, or Trevor, <laughs> <It> was <laughs> going early to Ohio State, and um, then we kind of dove into the weeds of the NCAA's issues and it's an awesome topic, though. That's the great SEC topic. being a super conference topic. and what have you. So, PB, what do you got? That's a great episode. Uh, <laughs> you know, I just had to pull the old like yeah, doc that, yeah. kind of uh, yeah. kind of answer. Deep, great episode, you know. Breath. Yeah, deep breath. The let me get into this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The climactic conversation. No, I, I it was great. Um, again, I, I think we definitely got into the, the deep of NCAA there. Aaron Rodgers, was it a lookalike that showed up to the, t- to the stadium? Who knows? <laughs> but, um, you know, it's him. Uh, I think the trade deadline really fucked me. And, you know, again, Trent, whatever his name is from Texas, God Twin. bless you, kid. I hope you make some money. But, again, it was great. Love having Doc on here. Absolutely. Um, what you can do for us, throw us five stars, man. We need that. Get him up. Get him up. McArdle's, sorry, PB is raising his arms in the air. That's he right. gets it. That's uh, right. Check out the blog, Sports bon- uh, whoa, sportsbantercity.blogspot.com. Sports Definitely not a blunder. Bloopers. <laughs> yep. And throw some reviews and I think that's about it. Well, I would like to thank both of you for the opportunity to come back. Uh, I once appreciate. A month. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, we might make it once a month. We I love appreciate it. the invite, and uh, even if we weren't being uh, taped and uh, being broadcast, I would still love to do this like every day. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, this is just fun stuff. So thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Absolutely, Doc. And for episode twenty-nine, sports banter out. Oh.